All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hey, everybody, this is John Scott, former NHL player, trying something new today. I'm doing a podcast, the first one of my life. Why not give it a shot? So for my first podcast today, I thought I would just give everyone a little insight, a little in up-to-date picture of what I've been doing for the last year and a half since I did the whole all-star stuff and had babies and everything. And I get questions all the time and people write me and say, what have you been up to? We don't know. You kind of fell off the face of the earth. So here we go. So I'll just keep you up. Or I'll, we'll start right after the all-star game. So after that, I'm sure all of you know all that shit. Um, I went back to my hometown in Traverse City, Michigan, and my wife legit had twins, no kidding, two days after the All-Star game. So we had that. And I had to go back to St. John's not too long after that, which sucked. So it kind of worked out good because there was the NHL All-Star game. I did that. But then there was the AHL All-Star game, which started right after the NHL All-Star game. So I had... The three days of the NHL All-Star Game, and since technically I was still in the AHL, I had another three days. And then don't tell him – this is actually – I haven't told anybody this. I lied to the AHL team um, about when my babies were born. So they thought they were born on like February 6th or 7th, but they were actually born on February 4th. So I just kept telling them that, no, no babies, no babies, so I could stay home in Traverse City. And then I had a couple days after that. So I actually had – a solid week at home to, you know, to kind of get stuff together before I had to go to beautiful St. John's, Newfoundland. And so after my break, I went back to Newfoundland and I started playing with St. John's and it was great. You know, it was fun, but I wasn't really a hundred percent into it just because I was still kind of bitter about not being in the show anymore. And just that whole deal and trying to figure out if my career was over or not. So it was fun, but I was kind of, so I'd say 20% checked out of every game. So it was nearing the end of the season and my agent calls me and he goes, okay, I talked to Bergevin. He wants you to play one game up in Montreal. And I told him, um, no, thanks. And he said, no, he really wants to do this. They want to, you know, make things right and have you play up in Montreal. And I was like, uh, fuck that. No, thanks. These guys kind of screwed me over. This whole debacle was because of the trade, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> And he said, well, pick a game 
because they're going to call you up. So better you pick a game than them. So I picked the last home game they had versus uh, Florida in Montreal. I figured we can do the last game and then hopefully they can just send me back to Traverse City after the game. So the day came, I packed up all my shit in Newfoundland. I brought it with me. So I was traveling with three or four bags, went to Montreal, checked into the hotel, played the game. It was awesome. Got scored on first shift. Thanks a lot. Condon couldn't save a shot from the blue line. But anyways, it was a fun game. It was versus Yager. It was kind of cool to go out that way. I was actually really happy that I went up because, you know, who gets to play for the Montreal Canadiens in their life? They're one of the best franchises in, you know, all of sports. So that was cool. I'm glad I kind of sucked it up and my agent forced me to do it because in the end of the day, it's still the NHL. And I did play my last game in the NHL. So that was cool. But after that, I asked, you know, I went and talked to the GM, Mark Bergman, and I knew him from Chicago because he was a scout there. So we, we had a little bit of a history. And I just said, hey, do you mind if I go home? There's still a week left in St. John's, but we weren't making the playoffs, and I just really didn't want to go back. And he was really understanding. He said, sure, go home. Sounds good. So I went home, which was cool. And that was that whole story. All right. And then we fast forward to – the following season, July 1st, when it's free agency signing. And the big decision was if I was going to play. And I had been training all summer because I thought, you know, maybe I'll play, maybe I won't. But my my wife, honestly, was pushing me not to play. And I was kind of on the fence because I didn't want to go through that whole all-star game, being sent down, you know, who knows where I was going to end up with my family and myself, just because it was a lot of hassle. And it wasn't fun when you're in it, honestly. So July 1st came, we had a couple calls for some teams and I wasn't really committed to them and they weren't really committed to me. It was kind of just, you know, smell each other out, seeing if there's any interest either side. So it got to, you know, middle of July, end of July, and my agent's like, hey, listen, you need to shoot or get off the pot. And I just said, all right, I'm done. And that was it. And I, I just... uh called it quits. It was not as hard as I thought it was going to be. I talked to other retired players and they were like, this was the hardest decision of my life. And it took me years to get over with it and move on with my life. And I thought I was just going to go into a big depression and funk and be like a Debbie Downer, but it was actually all right. And I I don't know why it was that easy, but it, it didn't affect me like I thought it was. So that was a good thing. And mind you, I still had, you know, moments where I was super depressed and I didn't really want to talk to anybody. And I felt like I needed to be at the rink or be training or be doing something. But, you know, I think the fact that I had so much stuff going on really helped distract me from the fact that I wasn't going to play hockey for the rest of my life ever again. So that helped just with the kids and my wife and everything. And I had a lot of stuff going on because the all-star game, which I'll get into right now. Actually, it was a good segue. See, I'm learning right now. It's a segue. So the first opportunity I had after the all-star game, which was kind of cool, was a movie. And I don't want to backtrack, but I was sitting in the hotel in Nashville. And I got a call from a reporter, Mitch Album, here in Michigan. Kind of a big deal. You know, he's written a bunch of books and he's done a couple movies. And he called me for an interview. And I was like, hey, you know, we just did the interview. I did like a hundred of them that weekend. So it was nothing out of the ordinary. And at the end of the interview, we just started chatting and he said, Hey, this, you know, 
this is a good story. This could be one of those lifetime made for TV movies. And this was before the all-star game even happened. This was like before all that, you know, Bernsey shoulders and scoring and all that fun stuff. So he said, yeah, this would be a pretty fun lifetime movie. I think, you know, you're going to get some people calling you. I was like, Oh, you know, probably not, but that's cool. If it happens, it happens, whatever. didn't think anything of it. And then after the all-star game, he looked, was the first person who called me he said, okay, I changed my mind. This isn't a lifetime movie. This is going to be a big, big time movie. You kind of changed it up and I would love to do the movie with you. And I was blown away because, you know, he's, I, I know him. I've read some of his books and I was just honored that he would kind of want to do that. So I, boom, done. So that's how the movie deal started. And we've been dealing with that for the last year and a half now. And that kind of took some of the sting away from retiring. And then I got, another phone call from some guy he said, Hey, do you want to write a book? And I said, I don't know how to fucking write a book. So <laughs> are you sure? And he's like, yeah, you know, your story's great. And I said, uh, I don't know. He's like, Hey, we'll give you a bunch of money. And I said, okay, sounds good. I'm in. Let's do it. So that's how it works. And they wrote me not a big check, but a decent size one, you know, I could buy a car if I wanted to. And, um, and I started writing a book and that was a fun experience just because you, you start digging up stuff and remembering things you never thought of in years and years and years. And it's just fun to go down memories lane and think about all the people you, you met and all the stuff you did along the way. And that was a great experience. And now I have a book out. So if you guys haven't bought it yet, which I'm sure all of you have, cause you're great, uh, go buy it. And what else what can we talk about? So there was the book, a TV and, uh, I got all these opportunities to do stuff on TSN and Sportsnet, and that was cool. And all these little opportunities kind of gave me a glimpse of what I can do after hockey. And this is actually why I'm kind of doing this, because everyone was like, you're kind of, you know, good at this stuff. You you have a, a good personality. You should really try to do TV or radio or whatever you feel like doing. So, you know, those were always nice to hear. And that's why I'm kind of, you know, dipping my toe in and doing this right now. The TSN stuff was fun. The Sportsnet stuff was fun. The only thing with that is they film in Toronto. And I kind of had the opportunity to go and do that. I didn't really get too involved in it just because my wife said, no, we're not moving to Toronto. Not a chance. So I had to pass on that. But it was fun. You know, I've done some radio stuff on the fan and, you know, Leafs Lunch. And it's it's a blast. And I like doing it. I like talking. I like kind of staying involved in the game. So that was, uh, that was neat. I did all those things and what else have I done? Shit. Oh, okay. So here's a good one this year, a full year had passed and I just been, you know, doing family stuff, whatever. And I got a call from not Mike Keenan, but like the president of some hockey team in the KHL. And it was a new team based out of Beijing called the Kunlun Dragons. And I was just like, okay. And the guy said, this was their president, I believe. He said, we would like you to come, you know, check out the team. And maybe you'd want to play for for us the following season, which would be the season that's going on right now. And I'm like, interesting. Okay, that sounds cool. And he said, you know, we could pay you a pretty good amount of money. You can come and play over here and, you know, get your career going again. We think you you know, our good player, obviously we have Mike Keenan coaching the team and he wants some guys who are a little bit bigger, plays his style of hockey and the team could use someone who's got a little bit of a name to get, you know, the ticket sales going. 
So I said, okay, maybe that sounds interesting. Cause I thought I was done with hockey and that just gets the juices flowing again. And it makes you want to play. So it's like, okay, here we go. So I, I talked to my wife and cause she's the boss and she says, interesting. Well, let's just see where it goes. And so they offered to fly me out there and the kids and we were going to do it. But then we start researching Beijing and how it's like a shithole and it's super polluted and like people have to wear masks all the time. And like the food sucks and the schools are borderline shit and everything we look up is just not good. And I'm sure some of you have been there and it's great, but just from the research that I did, it was just like, this place sucks. And so I, I, called the coach or the president. I was like, you know, I think we're going to pass. And he goes, I think you, I think you're making a mistake. And he throws out this nugget. He goes, if you, you know, if you sign with a team, we'll give you a three-year deal. And while you're in China, we could work on getting your Chinese citizenship and you could play for China in the Olympics in 2022. And I go, um, excuse me. Um, that sounds awesome. So I could play for the Chinese Olympic team in the Olympics and like play against all these Olympic squads. And he's like, yeah, that's what we're trying to do to make the Chinese team competitive because they get an automatic buy because the Olympics are there in 2022. And so that kind of changed it a little bit, but at the end of the day, we just said, no, thanks and pass on that. So that was kind of a cool, cool opportunity that we just, or I shouldn't say we, that I kind of passed on, but I don't know if I regret it because I just saw the other day that Keenan just got gassed and the team is like terrible and, there's like super pollution problems and that whole North Korea thing that they're going to bomb everybody. So I'm glad I didn't, uh, I'm glad I didn't go because that would have sucked. And we actually had a baby between that time. So we would have had a baby in Beijing, I believe. So I don't think that would have been good. Okay. So that's leading us right up to now. And I think I'm going to shut it down right there for the first podcast. I hope, uh, It was good. I know it was short and sweet, but that's all I got for you right now. Peace.